horse was to maybe look a little bit off, would you have all the necessary information at hand or would you be relying a little bit on guesswork when you are phoning the vet and telling him what is normal for your horse? Well, this week we're going to talk about having everything at hand that's going to make things a lot less stressful for you and a lot easier to begin dealing with your horse if things are indeed a little bit off. Hi there, my name is Lauren and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each and every week we take something to do with horses and horse riding, we break it down step by step and this week is a little bit different because, well, it's actually nothing to do with riding. We're actually talking about our horses' healthcare and creating I suppose a record and well just a bit of a routine surrounding your horse's healthcare so as you can take the guesswork out of it and I think it's really really important because when we're riding our horses very often one of the things that gets in the way of our plans and our progress with our riding is the fact that our horses every now and then just like us suffer from ill health and if we are able to notice it and catch it earlier well there's a good chance we can deal with it earlier so I am going to chat about this all this week but if you do want something to do with riding and you're a little bit stuck and particularly if you have this week off because I know there's a lot of people on holidays this week you can pop back over the Daily Strides podcast there are loads and loads of riding episodes there you can find something to well work on with your horse to make sure that both of you are still on track with your goals but back to this week and as I mentioned I wanted to talk about your horse's healthcare, but more importantly the importance of keeping a a journal or a report or well some sort of a written maybe a, a record of what is going on with your horse so that you can turn to in times of well, need, let's just say. So very often when our horses become sick, one of the maybe earliest indicators that things are not as they should be is the fact that one of the the basics, the TPR, the temperature, the pulse or, or the respiration rate are going to go a little bit out of sync for your horse. But if you don't know what's normal for your horse, and that's a really important thing to kind of emphasize here, every horse has their own normal, just like what's normal for you will not be normal for the next person. You have your own normal as well, but you need to get really, really clear on what's normal for your horse. And then from there, be able to make decisions based on that. And this is why having this report is going to well it's going to help you along with that now why would you need to maybe make decisions well first of all you can maybe tell somebody in charge so if you board your horse at a barn you can maybe let the barn manager know um whatever the case is that you've noticed things aren't quite right and you can't put your finger on it and here is what is normal for your horse and this is how the situation is now same thing if you've got your horse at home on your own that if you do have to phone the vet you can tell him listen, this is normal, Um, I've taken his temperature or his pulse or his respiration rate again and I've noticed that it's a little bit up or a little bit down and it's just not normal for my horse. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, the sooner that you can get appropriate care, so the sooner you notice something is wrong and then you can start maybe providing the necessary supportive care or whatever the case is, the quicker your horse is going to have a turnaround and become 
better, I suppose, but not only that, the less that it's going to, well, impede in your riding progress and uh, maybe that you can get things uh, going a lot quicker than waiting for it to get a lot worse before you begin getting it a lot better. So I mentioned the TP or the temperature pulse and respiration rate. And these are three of the important things that we would measure with our horses when we are talking about their healthcare and their checks. Now, what I would suggest is from now on, let this week be uh, the first. If you do not do this already, you're going to get yourself a, a journal or a notepad or something that you can keep all these together in, okay? And uh, of course, if you have a writing journal, so if you've listened to today's Strides podcast for any length of time, you know that I'm a big fan of a writing journal and I would strongly recommend you you get yourself one. Um, but uh, it's, only, it's only a pen and paper, folks. It's nothing fancy. Um, you can make it as fancy as you like, but... Uh, if you can just write things down. But if you can, on a weekly basis, keep track of your horse. Now, initially, I would recommend, but I know a lot of people can't do this, if you could do it on a daily basis initially for about a week, just to get a good kind of a baseline or a gauge. And then from there, uh, once a week, um, that you're taking record and keeping track of all these vital signs and healthcare signs for your horse. Now, what's important is when you do this and where you do it is just as important as doing it uh, or how frequently you're doing it or how often you're going to do it, okay? So what I mean is you need to choose a time um, in the day that you're going to stick with that time for each of the times that you record uh, this data that you're going to be putting in about your horse. So if it's going to be morning, maybe before feed or maybe afternoon, whatever the case is, you don't want to go one week and do it first thing in the morning. The next week you're going to do it maybe at 11 o'clock when all the other horses have gone to the field. Your horse is left in and he's feeling a little bit stressed about being in the stables on his own or whatever the case is. Um, you want to make sure that you have kind of all the, well, as much as the circumstances that you can control, you want to get them all in alignment. So as you're trying to get a, a really good baseline reading from this. Okay, so you want to make sure that's right. And then also that you're doing it in the same place. And the reason is sometimes environmental factors can, um, again, just a little bit well they they can give you a bit of a funny reading every now and then so if you can maybe do it in the same stable or the same stall or maybe if you're outside bring them into the same place whatever the case is that you are trying to get as well, I suppose as even a baseline as possible so as things aren't all mixed up for you and your horse. So if we were to go with temperature, of course, the with our temperatures, we are very lucky nowadays. We can get all sorts of digital thermometers um, or you can go the the maybe more old-fashioned method and use your glass mercury thermometer. What's really important when you're taking your horse's temperature is that you don't allow the thermometer to get lost. Hmm. Um, because when you're taking your horse's temperature, you're going to actually insert the thermometer into your horse's anus. So you're going to get the rectum, the, the temperature there. And it is sometimes horses, if you've been around them for any length of time, you know this, they mightn't be so happy with you maybe fiddling about down there or back there. And very often they can clamp their tail. And if you don't have a good hold of the thermometer, well, it can kind of slip in. So it's very, very important that you either have maybe a piece of string tied to the thermometer. Um, what people would have done in the older days was that they would then have a clip or something to the horse's 
tail or even just tie the piece of string to some of the horse's tail and um, particularly if it was a glass mercury thermometer where it takes a little bit longer to read the temperature than the digital ones but usually nowadays we can hold on to the thermometer but it is worth noting that you don't want to just kind of leave it there to its own devices you might come back and it might be gone okay so the other thing is, is you want to make it as comfortable as possible for your horse now of course your horse has to be used to you working down there and moving about down there but um once the thermometer when you're going to use it you can maybe use some vaseline or some lubrication of some sort um to maybe just ease it along and make it slightly more comfortable for your horse as well now with the digital thermometers they normally ding dong they'll let you know after a few um seconds normally about 30 seconds or so um that they have taken the reading and that you can go from there and a lot of there's a lot of controversy around digital thermometers people will say yeah they're not as accurate as a maybe a mercury or a glass thermometer the thing is if you're using the same thermometer and you're using the same maybe time of the day in the same environmental situation so perhaps in the same stable um even if the, the thermometer itself is a couple of, and it, it will be very, very slightly off, but even if it was off, you are going to get a baseline reading and it will tell you, you will then know if that's going to go up or down at all. So the fact that it's not maybe 100% accurate isn't really the key here. What's the key is that even if it wasn't 100% accurate, the fact that you have the baseline, it's the baseline. When that changes, you know, uh-oh, something's not right. And then you can begin to take action and do whatever needs to be done to get your horse back um, in good health again, if necessary. Okay, so keep that in mind as well. I would suggest using the digital one. I find that they're a lot easier to read, particularly when you're maybe a little bit stressed about a situation if you notice your horse is feeling a little bit unwell or whatever the case is but you want to then after you've read it you need to then obviously find out the temperature so how do we know what is good for our horse well like I said horses they're a bit like us what's normal for one is maybe a little bit high or a little bit low for another but generally speaking you're looking anywhere between 99 and 101 Fahrenheit degrees Fahrenheit and then about 37 and a half and 38 and a half degrees Celsius okay and that can be as I say up or down a little bit depending on your horse and what's normal for your horse but if as I say that you have a gauge of what is normal and then you notice oh, oh whoopsie this has gone a little bit higher a little bit low you have then um, got the correct data to then say to the vet or to the person in charge or to make decisions yourself and um, that things are not right and then you can go from there now the other thing you want to check with your horse is the heart rate and of course your heart rate is um, how many beats the heart is beating at any um, in any minute and when you're checking the heart rate um, you don't need to stand there for a minute you can just take 15 seconds and multiply it by four and where you want to check the heart rate is anywhere that an artery passes over the bone so on the inside of your horse's jaw just underneath the his cheek you'll feel there and um, now it's important you don't use your own thumb that you use your fingers because you might pick up the pulse in your own thumb um but it does take a little bit of i find a little bit of maybe 
experience to feel that. So that's why, again, if you're used to doing this um, when like a day in and day out with your horse, well, then in a more stressful situation when you need to do it, you're not going to be muddling around trying to find uh, the heart rate or whatever. So you'll be able to know exactly where to put your fingers in order to get it and to time it, okay? So you're looking for anywhere between 30 to 50 beats a minute for an adult horse um, with your heart rate. If it goes above 50, it's def- at resting, of course, this is definitely cause for concern. Um, and of course, foals and younger horses are going to be slightly faster than that and their temperature will also be slightly higher um, with that as well but let's just assume that you have an older horse um, so you're looking to make sure the heart rate make sure that remember the heartbeat goes each of those is one okay you're not going to count one two one two three four five six no it's one two three okay so that's really really important that when you're counting it as well and then of course the last one you can check would be the breathing rate now normally you're looking anywhere eight to 15 breaths a minute at rest and it's very simply if you just stand beside your horse or you can put your hand on their barrel and it's basically lifting up and down and you'll feel it go up and down as your horse inhales in and out Um, again each inhale in and out is counted as one it is not uh, one in and two for out it is in and out is just one as well okay now, the other things I would suggest making a note of and getting to know with regards to your horse would be the mucous membranes, the colors of it. So this would be the just inside um, the eye. If you can imagine you're going to pull down a little bit your horse's uh, lower eyelid and those kind of salmony pink membranes in there. And then also the gums. Um, you can tell a lot from your horse's or about your horse's health from the, the gums and how the mucous membranes in general are looking. And then also that you have a good idea of how your horse, I suppose, usually or normally, okay, they're not very good words, but yeah, what's normal for your horse or what, how your horse normally reacts or usually reacts in any sort of a situation or a circumstance. And just being able to notice that things are not right, but above and beyond, you want to just make sure that you're not adding to the stress by trying to figure all this out while you think your horse is actually ill and you're trying to maybe make a decision about what to do. It's always easier to be able to come to it with a very calm, kind of a level head, be able to take the necessary measures in order to get the information you need and then either acting on that or passing it on to somebody to make the decision to act on it as well. Um, It's definitely going to go a lot further than you stressing and worrying and maybe trying to find and thinking, oh my goodness, my horse does not have a heart rate. What are we going to do? Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. We're going to be chatting about all this in more detail this week. We're going to be going step by step through each of the above um, on each of the days. If you would like to join us or if you're looking for something to maybe do with your horse and to get your horse going with, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. All the information is there and you can join us over at Daily Strides Premium where of course all the past lessons are there as well if you're looking for something to do in the saddle as opposed to on the ground with your horse. I hope you have a really, really good week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.